Blessings, brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Context. I'm your host, proprietor of this great show, uh, this great ministry. And uh, it's just an honor to be back uh, on this program uh, with an opportunity just to share some experience, uh, just to weigh in on some things, and just to give you what the Lord has given me on today. With that being said, again, I thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time out your day to pay attention to um, the Kingdom Context program. Uh, we're truly grateful. I want to thank Spotify. I want to thank all the sponsors that have given us the opportunity to operate on this platform. Uh, for that, I'm truly grateful to God. Uh, I'm truly humbled and, and just appreciative of everything. Um, with that being said, um, today, <clears throat> I just really feel led in my spirit uh, to uh, share something uh, that the Lord really placed upon my heart, and just some words of encouragement for somebody out there on today. Um, I know that uh, uh, many of our members of the Andrew Gabe family have uh, really been reaching out and you know, been extremely supportive of our our ministry and, and the direction where we're going. We're a brand new ministry and uh, we just started uh, the process of planning. And uh, I want to thank everybody that have been faithful and con uh, consistent uh, even through this, this uh, long process of, of moving forward. So thank you for your patience and, and thank you for your faithfulness. But ultimately, thank you for just you know, following the Lord and and just being a blessing to the kingdom in general. <clears throat> With that being said, I want to share a word here, uh, starting from I'm going to be coming from the book of Second Corinthians, uh, chapter ten, and uh, beginning at verse two, and uh, like I said, I intend to be brief here. I want to get straight to the point. Uh, with sharing with the Lord have bestowed upon my heart. Uh, as Paul says, he says, I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with the confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God. For the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and ready to punish every, all disobedience once your obedience is fulfilled. Now I want to share from Romans chapter eight and verse one. It says, "Therefore now there is no condemnation." To them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 18, as I continue to share. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits. For the revealings of the sons of God. Verse 22. For we know 
that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains until now. Verse 28. And we know that all things work together for the good of those that love God who have been called according to his purpose. And one final verse. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, that your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Regard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I just really felt led in my spirit uh, to encourage somebody on today. I don't know who you are, uh, but for those who are receiving this message, uh, if God places it upon your heart, please pass this on. Please share it with somebody. Please forward this message to the next person in hopes and prayers that they forward to the next person. Um, with that being said, today, this moment, what the Lord has put upon my heart is to talk about uh, the five eyes of going through a dry season and making it through the wilderness. The five eyes. Um, the five eyes consist of number one, inspire. Inspire. When you're going through a dry season, when you're going through a wilderness, oftentimes during this season, there is a sense of loneliness. There is a feeling and I'm talking to believers. There's a feeling of you feeling alone. And I'm putting, I'm putting emphasis on feeling because that's the emotional side of it. Now, we understand that God's word says, trust not the heart, for the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. That's the soulish side that often creates conflict between the spirit your spirit man and your flesh because your flesh is in constant conflict with it you know Paul said he found that he, he found that there was a war within his members he said for that which I hate I do for that which I desire to do I do it not he says oh wretched man that I am who can deliver me from this body of death. Then he says, oh, thanks be unto God. And I'm just going to stop right there. Understand that there's always going to be conflict between the flesh and the spirit. That's entailed in Galatians chapter 5. So there's always going to be conflict between the two. Whichever one you tend to, that is the one that's going to ultimately guide your choices and decisions. And ultimately, when you're going through a dry season and you're trying to and you're pressing and you you find yourself getting fatigued in this season or when you're going through this wilderness, oftentimes you have to be re-inspired in a sense. You have to be reminded of why you're going through this conflict in the first place. You see... The Lord did not promise that this walk would be easy, but he did promise that he that endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. So your inspiration 
when you're going through a dry season, when you're dealing with conflict, when you're going through this wilderness experience where you look to the left and you look to the right and you see no one, because ultimately you're looking for the presence of the Lord. You're looking to see him. You're looking to recognize him the way that you recognized him in the beginning. But there's often times in dry seasons and wilderness seasons where you have to re be reminded of that we walk by faith and not by sight. That you have to recapture and be reminded of the fact that you're here and you're going to make it through. So when I'm going through a dry season, my spirit reminds me that Christ is the inspiration that I need. I'm reminded of how far I've come in this walk with the Lord. That whenever I was battling sickness, disappointment, sorrow, sadness, uh, depression, uh, whatever it may be, discouragement, hopelessness, all these different things that we tend to face uh, depending on the season. I find that Christ is my inspiration. And when I'm inspired by Christ, I'm re-motivated to persevere. You see, in order to make it, in order to be re-inspired, you have to be willing to persevere. Amen. You have to be willing to continue to press forward. Push through whatever battles that you're facing and continue to seek him and continue to press forward and continue to just believe and continue to walk by faith and and choose not to walk by sight. That's the encouragement that I continue to find. My second point is intent. Be intentional once you find your inspiration because Christ is the source he's he's the earth he's the orbit he's the moon he's everything right now when God gives you an assignment a calling amen and then you're re-inspired because I'm re-inspired I'm re-motivated to pursue the things of God to do his will and because of that now I have to be intent with what I do Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, write the vision down, make it plain upon tablets. It says, though the vision tear away for the, for the vision shall not lie, but the vision hath an appointed time. Listen, only what you do for Christ will last. Only do what you do for the Lord will last. If you're pursuing uh, the things of this world, if you are seeking to do things of your own volition or your own selfish ambitions or your own intent, that's outside of his will. Someone asks, well, I don't understand. I don't know what God's will is for my life. His will is your word. See, God's word is the bread of life. So his will is your word. So from that point, some people are saying, listen, I don't know which direction to go. I don't know what step to take. I will tell you right now, have you tried fasting? Fasting is simply taking away something in order to pursue a greater cost. You see, Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. You see, the Apostle Paul on several occasions fasted for 40 days. 
Paul fasted for 14 days. In the book of Daniel, Daniel fasted for 21 days. When you fast, this will help make to light which direction that you should go concerning the things of God. Fasting will also allow your flesh to decrease or your emotions to decrease in order for your spirit man to increase so that you could better hear from God. But understand this, fasting without the accompanying of God's word won't guide you in the proper direction. You'll be somewhat aimless. So it's, in, it's intentional. It's, 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 it's very important for you to seek God's word and to apply his word during this time of fasting. So I touched on Habakkuk 2 and 2 when it says write the vision down. When you begin to fast, when you begin to pray, when you begin to seek the things of God, and then he shows you, you write it down. You write it down. And that gives you intention. Intent guides you towards direction. Intention means direction. So now you have a goal. Now you have purpose attached to the assignment in which God is directing you. Understood? My third point, intensity. When, once God gives you the inspiration, then you recognize it, your intent. You have to pursue it with the level of intensity that it requires. You have to pursue it. You've got to be relentless in your pursuit of the things of God. You can't let nothing in this world stop you. The enemy will put traps. He will put uh, everything in your path to discourage you from pursuing the things of God. I'm not talking about worldly success. I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about spiritual intent, amen, that in which your calling will cause. See, the Bible says that a man's gift shall make room for him and bring him before great men. Matthew 6.33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. Listen, when you begin to pursue the things of God with a level of intensity, with a level of fervor, with a level of intent, with a level of passion, with a level of force, with a level of wisdom. Amen. With a level of of of, you know, focus. All these things shall be added unto you. Don't seek the stuff. Seek him. Some people say, well, I've been praying and waiting for a while. Keep praying and waiting. Keep praying. Keep waiting until he tells you what to do. And while you're praying and waiting, amen, keep your hand to the plow. Amen. So whatever you're doing right now until your season come, keep doing that until God shifts you into another season. And a season will shift. With the level of intensity, with a level of fervor, with a level of intent that you didn't even recognize. Wow, God just did something great. Have you ever been in a season to where you begin to do one thing and then God begins to open up doors around you? My fourth point. Influence. Listen. Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. Seek him. Keep looking up. 
continue to pursue the things of God. And then guess what? Influence. Influence. Guess what? God's going to send help. He's going to put people around you to assist you along the way. He's going to bring a family of people, a team of individuals that he sent, not the enemy, help that he put in your life to assist you with the call, to assist you with the goal, to help you to accomplish the things that you're believing God to do. He will bring those people around you and they will cover you in prayer. They won't be jealous. They won't be envious. They won't be, you know, there to hinder you or to stop you. They won't be a distraction. They will help to accompany you. They will push you towards the things of God. Influence. Influence. Guess what? The people around you will be influenced by you. Amen. And guess what? My final point. Impact. You want to make a difference. You want to have a level of impact that impacts the culture, that impacts the community, that impacts your family, that impacts the people around you, your friends. Amen. You got to have a level of impact. And guess what? The impact and the influence is just the residual breakdown of the inspiration that you had in the beginning. Impact. And without trying to cause an impact or make an impact, the impact will happen because guess what? Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever man soweth, that will he also reap. That he that sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life and peace. That's impact. That's impact. The righteous man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. That's impact. Amen. Having a good spirit and Having the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-control, impacting the people around you. When you continually walk in the things of God in spite of how you feel. I may not feel like praising. I may not feel like praying. I may not feel me feel like being positive and motivated and encouraging and praying for somebody when I'm dealing with my own stuff. Guess what? It's not about you. It's not about us. It's about service towards other people. And that's the impact that we should have. We should have immediate impact on the culture. Impact the people around you and make a difference. Because guess what? It's not about you. Because when you're doing his will, he will add all these things to you. Inspire. Amen. Intent intensity and influence and then impact may god add a blessing to your day to everything that you do continue to make a difference in the culture i thank god for you god bless you thank you for listening to this broadcast god bless you bye-bye